Okay, we are in Sefer Amos, Peret Aleph, Pasuk Aleph, Divrei Amos Asher Hayah B'Nekudim Mitakoa. So we begin the third Navi in Treosor, Amos. And we should get right into it, and out of that, the biographical details of Amos will emerge. But suffice it to say for now, the Gemara tells us that there were four Nevi'im who were prophesying at the same time, a very unusual amount. They were Hosea, Amos, Yeshayahu, and Micha, all contemporaneous with each other. And the way to distinguish him, Oshea and uh, Amos were geared towards Israel, basically the ten tribes. The bulk of their prophecies were directed to them, while Micha and Yeshayahu were the Yehuda, uh, the southern kingdom, as it were. The Navi starts, Divrei Amos Asher Hayar B'Nekudim Michakoa. These are the words of Amos Asher Hayar B'Nekudim, that he was one of the shepherds. Nekudim is a shepherd. It gets its name from when Yaakov takes the flock from Lavan, he divides it into speckled and spotted, Nekudim. So it's shorthand for sheep. He was from the city of Tekoa, uh, which is in the territory of Asher, in the northern part of Israel. And interestingly enough, um, Tekoa was in the headlines last week. Unfortunately, it was the uh, location of a terrorist attack. So Tekoa is still very much in the news. And the opening is what fascinates me, Divrei Amos. It's not by Yomer Amos, by Yidaber Amos. Divrei Amos. It is an opening sentence in only three of the Nevi'im, Yirmiyahu, um, Koheles, Divrei Koheles, Divrei Yirmiyahu, and Divrei Amos. Why this opening of Divrei? And the Radak says, Divrei humidaber kedivrei atzmo. It is the Navi is speaking personally. He is often even the central character of what he's going to say. And yes, he's giving tochacha, but at the same time, it's a very personal kind of tochacha. So, Asher Chaza al Yisrael b'mei Uzi Melech Yehuda b'mei Yeravam ben Yoash Melech Yisrael. He was prophesying uh, at the time contemporaneous with uh, Uziyahu of Yehuda and Yeravam ben Yoash of Yisrael. Even though we're going to see that the great majority of his nevuos was directed at B'nai Yisrael, the Ten Tribes. So we see he is at the time of the Ten Tribes. Assyria is not yet a factor. Golos is a remote uh, a potential. He is being Misnabe right there. So what we 
highlight here is a machlokes between Rambam and Abarbanel. Rambam, we know, says in Mora Nevuchim, you want to paraphrase it in the vernacular, Rambam's belief is that the Navi is born, not made. To be a Navi, it starts in, in the womb. He is given a special bina and daya. What it is, is he's got to be muhan. The Navi must be ready. He must be perfected spiritually, or else he cannot prophesy. So that the Navi has got to be ready from birth. Abarbanel takes the opposite position. Abarbanel says, no, the Navi does not have to be prepared before. And you want proof of it? Right here, Amos. Amos, he was a shepherd. And then Mephoshim say it wasn't even his own flock. He took care of the flock of others. And the Abarbanel says, he had no great wisdom. He had no brilliance. Um, moreover, Amos itself, the name means uh, burden in speech. He, he was not a natural orator. He was not an inspirational figure. And therefore, you don't need a Navi perfected from birth. You can have a Navi that the Kaddish Baruch has decided he must be a Navi. Uh, interestingly, the um, Malvin tries to reconcile those two opposing viewpoints of Rambam and uh, Abarbanel and say that when the Nebuah is directed to the Shratim, to B'nai Israel, to a public forum, and it's a time of necessity, then yes, the Kaddish Baruch Hu will agree that even then he can pick a Navi at that time. It does not have to be a Navi from birth. It's not very much uh, an acceptable proof, but that's what he does to try and make, as it were, peace between the conflicting Rambam and Abarbanel. So we see that Amos, the shepherd from Tekoa, who speaks very personally, uh, and he is Two years, Shmasayim Lifnei Rosh, two years before the earthquake. What does that mean? We learn that Uziyahu um, goes into the Heichal and brings Ketores. He's going to sacrifice Ketores on the Mizbeach. It's not a Kohen. Can't do it. Absolutely awesome. And says the Radak, Osohayom Harash. There was an earthquake. Some say he was stricken with leprosy first, and then the earthquake. So this Nebuah is two years before the earthquake. Bayomer Hashem says, Mitzion Yishag, Kaddish Baruch will roar like a lion out of Sion, out of the Kodesh uh, Kedoshim, whom Yushalayim eating kolo, and will give his voice from Yushalayim. The Avluna Ot Haroim, the fields of the shepherds will wither. 
The Yavesh Rosh HaKarmel, the top of the Carmel. The Carmel is a metaphor for the most fertile part of Israel in terms of fruit and harvest. It will totally dry up. And now, Koamar Hashem, now comes the actual Nevoah. And we're going to see here a very interesting oratorical device that Amos uses. He is going to now go to, in today's parak and part of the next parak base, an oratorical device where he challenges the six nations that surround Israel that have been historically persecuting B'nai Israel and cruel and oppressive. And he's going to use the device Al Shlosha Pishay, whoever it is, is Damesek, let's say, of Alarbala Ashivena. The three sins of Damesek, yes, I can overlook, I can forgive. The fourth, I cannot. So let's examine how we use that, because there is basis for that in the Gemara itself, in that we learn in Yuma, Perik, uh, Shmini and Yuma, Dapevav, Tanya, Rabbi Yosef ben Yehuda Omer, Adam Over Avera, person commits a sin, Pamishona Mochlinlo, first time he is forgiven, Shnia Mochlinlo, second time he is forgiven, Shlishit Mochlinlo, third time he is forgiven, Revius Ein Mochlin, he is not forgiven. And where do we get this from? From Koamar Hashem, right here, Al Shlosha Pishay Yisrael, Lo Ashivena. Three transgressions, I look away. But the fourth, I will not pardon them. So that the Kaddish Baruch Hu does these things with man two and three times. The fourth, he doesn't. The Machokas is that the fourth time, does he get punished for all of them? Or just for the Avera he does on the fourth, and that is the subject of Machlokas. So let's begin with Damesek, which is Aram, one of the neighbors of, of B'nai Israel. Three of the sins of Damesek I will overlook, the fourth I will not. That they subjected the people of Gilad to terrible, torturous punishments. They used an iron rod or an iron comb to rake their skin, uh, inflicting terrible pain. Uh, that they will be punished for. Some say that the three punishments that are overlooked are correspond to Avodah Zara, Gilu Arroyos, and Lashon Hara. So that those are the three sins. Some say that the truth is that Damesek had three, had thrice before oppressed B'nai Israel, had attacks on B'nai Israel in terms of Basha, Yehoyachaz, so that there was already a built-up catalog of sins, and now the feeling is they are going to be punished for all four. And I will send a fire 
into the kingdom of Chazor, that is a large city or a private king, a separate king in uh, Aram. The Achla Armenos Ben Hadad, and Ben Hadad's field, again a king, his palaces will be consumed. The Sharati, the I will break the locks, the doors, the bolts of Damesek, the Hikarti, Yoshemi, Bikas Oven, and I will cut off the dwellers of Bikas Oven, again a city uh, in Aram. The Tomek Shevet, me base Aden, I will remove the scepter from the king of base Aden, again another subdivision of Aram, the Golu Amaram Kira, and I will exile them to Kira. Kira was in Ashur, so we see this is quite a time before that, that Amos is prophesying. Amar Hashem, thus says Kodesh that's how we'll deal with Aram. Amar Hashem, Aza, on the three sins of the Philistines, I overlook. Well, Arbah, Lo Ashivena, but the fourth, I will not. Al Higlosam Golut Shlema Lahaskir La Edom, because they created the totality of the exile of B'nai Yisrael, Lahaskir La Edom, to strengthen Edom. What we are talking about here, remember, now we're centuries ahead in prophecy. We're talking at the destruction of the Bayashani by Titus. Jews fled in great numbers out of Yerushalayim to seek safety. What the Philistines did was station themselves to the south of Yerushalayim, intercept those fleeing Jews, and turn them over to Edom. They would absolutely catch them, turn them over to curry favor with Edom, and to just indicate just the sin of the Jews, thereby finalizing the Golas, as it were. So that takes care uh, of Azza. Koamar Hashem, as we said, Azza, Vishilakti Eis now the specific punishment, I will send a fire to the walls of Azza, the Ochla Armenoseho, it will consume its palaces, the Karti Yoshev, and I will cut off its principal cities, as well as May Ashdod, the Tomek Shevet May Ashkelon, I will take away the scepter of Malchus from the king of Ashkelon, the Hashivosi Yodiyal Ekron, that is a third principal city, the Obu Shevet Plishtim Omar Hashem Elohim, and therefore the rest of the Plishtim will all be destroyed, and the Bua, whose prophecy was realized. You will note it does not mention Gat, which was a principal city of the Plishtim. The Medrash tells us Gat was conquered previously by Yehuda, and that the bulk of the population converted to Judaism. So we've taken care of Aram, we've taken care of the Plishtim, Omar Hashem now al shlosha pishet sorb al arbalo ashivenu. Tyre, once historically Israel's greatest friend. I will not forgive the fourth sin. What was it? Al haskiram golut shleimo la edom. 
They did the same thing to the north. They sealed off escape routes in the time of the Roman conquest of the Bayekshani and the destruction of Yushalayim, and would turn over the fleeing Jews again to Edom, participating in the looting, in the booty, etc. The Lozachru Bris Achim, they didn't remember the bris of the brothers. What are we talking about? One, <coughs> excuse me, Pshat, is the brothers being Hiram, king of Tyre, and Shlomo. They address each other as brothers. And we have learned there was no more stronger mutual uh, brotherhood than Tyre and Yerushalayim. We know the temple could not have been built without Hiram supplying the materials, the craftsmen, uh, the financial aid. And we know that Hiram and Shlomo formed a commercial alliance that ruled the world, the maritime empire, uh, etc. So they, as again, they refer to each other as brothers. They knew better. And now to turn against them, they have violated the covenant of those brothers, Hiram and Shlomo. A second shot is the covenant of brotherhood of Yaakov and Esau. In other words, they were brothers and they have assisted here at that violation as well. And there, I will send fire to the walls of Tzor, it will eat up and consume its palaces. Edom. Edom is, of course, Esau. It is, of course, Rome. It is, of course, the Golos we live in today. The Alarbalo, Ashivena, the port, I will not forgive. Alrutro, Bachera, Bachir, that they pursued their brother, their brother being Esau against Yaakov with a sword. The Shiches, Rachamot, destroying all compassion you would have uh, towards your brother. Vayitro, Florada, Apo. They have held on to their anger and to their fury, Shamra Netzach, eternally. As we know, Esau Tamid Soneis Yaakov. The hatred, the enmity is eternal, and they have shown it, and ultimately they will pay for it. I will send a fire to Taman. One of the capital cities of Edom, the Ochlaminos Butra will consume the fortresses of Butra. Some say Butra is Rome itself. Uh, eventually will be destroyed as part of the retribution towards Edom. Hashem, Amon, on the fourth, again, I will not forgive. I'll become Haros HaGilot, Laman Harchives Gulam. Terrible atrocity that in Gilad, that is on the uh, eastern side of the Jordan, what they did was take pregnant women, split open their stomachs, become Haros Gilad, Laman Harchives Gulam, to extend their borders, in other words, to drive them out and thereby acquire their territory. Um, moreover, Aram, or Amon, 
should know better. Ammon was the descendant of Lot. This had to be a Hakaras Hatol just because of what Abraham did for Lot. And we saw in traversing the Midbar, they wouldn't even let them come to the border and buy food and provisions. They said, you come in, there will be war. And they would not sell them, they would not give them water or provisions. So they violated a, a, a very deep Esau of just failing to recognize the relationship. And that is precisely why Amon, will, we will not accept conversions from Amon, we will not let them into the community. I will send the fire to Rabbah, their capital city, they will consume their palaces, they will sound the shofar of battle on the day of battle, a tempest to their days of finality where they will be totally destroyed, their kingship, their kings and leaders will go into exile. Who the of Yachtov, they and their political establishment and their leaders together, Omar Hashem, thus says the Kaddish Baruch Hu. So we've seen four of the six of the neighboring nations who have betrayed Israel get or prophesied for their ends and punishment. In Hashem, we will get the next two, and then the Navi turns his prophecy on Israel itself. So 8.45 a.m. Monday, Adkan, you won't want to miss it.